Welcome to the Rock Your World Naturally Show, sharing God's prescription for total health in spirit, soul, and body. I'm your host, Rakesia McMillan, award-winning author, Air Force veteran, and total health coach. I'm passionate about sharing biblical truth, scientific research, and practical lifestyle approaches to help heal your world naturally. Hello and God bless you and welcome to today's show. I'm your host, Rakesia McMillan, your total health coach, bringing you God's message of total health in spirit, soul, and body. Thank you so much for tuning in and joining me on today's show. Today I want to talk a little bit about overcoming stress, anxiety, and depression. The Apostle Paul gave us some great wisdom on how to handle stressful and anxious times. In Philippians chapter 4, verses 6 through 8, he wrote to the Philippians and it says this, Be careful for nothing, but in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, Let your requests be made known unto God, and the peace of God, which passes all understanding, shall keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. Finally, brethren, whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are of good report, if there be any virtue, if there be any praise, think on these things. The Passion Translation reads it this way. Don't be pulled in different directions or worried about a thing. Be saturated in prayer throughout each day, offering your faith-filled requests before God with overflowing gratitude. Tell Him every detail of your life. Then God's wonderful peace that transcends human understanding will guard your heart and mind through Christ Jesus. Keep your thoughts continually fixed on all that is authentic, real, honorable, admirable, beautiful, respectful, pure, holy, merciful, and kind. And fasten your thoughts on every glorious work of God, praising Him always. Wow. What a wonderful prescription on how to handle stress, anxiety, and depression. And if you're facing any of these, know that you're not alone. Stress, anxiety, and depression affects millions of people worldwide, and the results are far-reaching. And i like to share a few statistics regarding that. The World Health Organization estimates that more than 350 million people worldwide suffer from depression, which is the most common reason for disability. Government officials in Australia anticipate that 45% of their citizens will struggle with a mental health issue, most likely depression or anxiety, at some point in their lives. One in four Canadian workers admits to feeling highly stressed in their daily lives. 
annually, about 12 million people in the United Kingdom visit their doctor for mental health treatment ranging from anxiety to depression. And as many as 40 million Americans suffer from anxiety disorders. Did you know that stress is the leading factor in the development of depression, anxiety, and panic disorders? Some of the things that individuals may experience on a physical level regarding stress, their symptoms that are ranging from headaches, chest pains, muscle pains, upset stomachs, insomnia, irritability, sadness, overeating, substance abuse, fatigue, and even social withdrawal. And if you're struggling with any of these symptoms, or even if you have received a confirmed diagnosis, know that there's hope for you. And it's easy to see why so many can be plagued with stress at this time. We're facing an Afghanistan conflict. There's earthquakes that have happened in Haiti. We are dealing with a COVID-19 pandemic. There's forest fires in the Pacific Northwest. And so these are also in addition to personal things that you may be experiencing in your own life. But know that there is the ability to overcome stress, anxiety, and depression. Jesus told us in St. John 10.10, he said that I've come that you might have life and have it more abundantly. He wants us to live a life that is overflowing, that is filled with his goodness, that is filled with his joy. Even in the midst of chaos that may be surrounding us, there is still the ability for us to dwell in a peaceful place, rooted and grounded and anchored in the peace of God, which Paul reminded us of in Philippians, the fourth chapter. And so the way that we must approach stress for those that are believers in the Lord Jesus Christ is that we must approach this from a spiritual aspect. So I'm going to cover some things spiritually that we must do, and then we'll go over some natural applications. And so the first thing that we must recognize that we're when we're seeking to overcome stress, anxiety, or depression is that one, we must recognize that we are fighting against the spirit of fear. The Bible reminds us that the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, that they are mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. And the enemy that we wrestle with is an invisible one and it may not necessarily be natural. So we're fighting against the spirit of fear, but know this, we have great confidence and courage in knowing that he has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and of a sound mind. And God's will is that we rest in that power. His will is that we live and move and operate in this world with a sound, focused, resolved, mindset. And so we're merely not trying to control stress, anxiety, or depression. We are in an all-out attack against them. Ultimately, again, it is against fear. 
Fear that whatever situations you're facing are bigger than you can handle. But we have the great courage in knowing that the God that we serve is more than enough to defeat those attacks to help us to readjust our focus and to readjust our mindset. Because many times the battle first takes place within our minds. That is why he has said that he has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and of a sound mind. And so if we can understand that we're coming against fear and allowing God to readjust our mindset according to his word in 2 Timothy 1.7, then you're on your way to overcoming stress, anxiety, or depression. Secondly, we must give the word of God precedence in our life. It must have first place without question. Matthew 6.33 says that we must seek him first. We must seek the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and he will add all things that we need. So what it means that when we are seeking the kingdom of God, it means that we are seeking God's way of doing things, that we cannot handle anxiety, stress, and depression the way that the world does it. We have to handle it according to the scriptures because this is our our life. This is what God has called us to. So we have to apply the kingdom principles to overcoming stress, anxiety, and depression. In Joshua 1, 7, and 8, God tells Joshua to meditate on the book of the law of the Lord, which is the word of God day and night. Joshua, when you wake up in the morning, I want you to think about me. Before you go to bed at night, I want you to think about me. And if we study the life of Joshua, he was one of the most um, greatest leaders in that time because he followed God's prescription. He followed God's plan. And so just like Joshua, we can have victory over stress We can have victory over anxiety. We can have victory over depression because we are giving God's word first place in our lives. And so as we are giving God's word first place, think about what the word of God is saying specifically to you as you're reading. If there's a scripture that is um, standing out, if there is a highlight concerning that scripture, think about what it is actually saying personally to you. Pray that scripture out loud, proclaim it, practice it, immerse your very life in it. The word of God has so much life. It has so much power in it. And as we begin to give God's word precedent, it will begin to flood our very being and it will begin to drive out fear it is a, an unstoppable force. It's just like when you're pouring water in a cup. You can't stop that flow unless it's interrupted by something else. But as you're pouring that water in a glass, a cup, it continually flows. And if you don't stop that flow, it's going to push all the way to the top and overflow to the very brim of that cup. 
Well, it's the same way with God's word. When we begin to fill our very spirit with the word of God, it will begin to drive out stress. It will begin to drive out anxiety or depression so that we can enjoy the rest and the freedom that we're seeking God for. for. And so you may be saying, well, how do I give God's word first place in my life? I'm going to give you a tool to help. If you go to my website, Rock Your World Naturally, and you go to the podcast or the Rock Your World Naturally show area, you're going to see this this show there. And next to it, you're going to see a link where you can download 10 scriptures that I want to encourage you to meditate on. And these are going to help you to begin to give God's word first place in your life. The third thing that we need to do is that we need to commit to have a prayerful life. The word of God, when Jesus told his disciples, he said that we should always pray and not faint. And prayer is simply having a conversation with the Lord. It is simply talking with him because you know why we need wisdom we need guidance from the holy spirit to help us to begin to adjust our thinking so along with the word of god we can follow the guidance that he gives so that we can be free from stress anxiety or depression and so this is going to take a concerted effort in spending time in prayer with god because he is our source of peace. One of the names of God is that he is Jehovah Shalom. He is the God of our peace. And so when we're committed to live a life that is praying without ceasing, we are tapping into that. And prayer can take place anywhere that we are, whether we're driving in our car, whether we're walking down the street, whether we're sitting at our desk at our office, we can talk to God anytime, any place, anywhere. Jude 20 says that we should pray in the Holy Spirit so that we can build ourselves up in our most holy faith. And so setting aside time to get quiet before the Lord so that we can hear what he is saying, we can hear what he is speaking during those times of prayer will help to quiet our mind It will help to keep our soul anchored. It will help to keep our spirit in that place that God wants us to live in. The fourth thing is that we must decide to live by faith. And so faith is the opposite of fear. The word reminds us that it is impossible to please God without faith. So we must remain in a spirit of faith where we're believing that God is going to deliver from anxiety. He's going to deliver from depression. He's going to deliver from these stressful times. And so let the time that you are spending thinking about and pondering about what God is saying through his word, during your time of prayer, as it's changing you, it's going to change your perception concerning your environment. Understanding that we are not victims, that we are the children of the Most High God, and that the price has already been paid for our freedom through the blood of Jesus Christ, the freedom to live a life 
that is free from anxiety, to live a life that is free from depression, to live a life that is free from fear because the price has already been paid. Fifth is we want to be able to commit to walk in love. And this is such a critical um, key point here. Philippians 5, 6 reminds us that there is a vital connection between faith and love because it tells us that faith works by our love. And so we must give our faith walk a boost by forgiving those who have wronged you. Yes, we must forgive those who have wronged us. And not too long ago, I also did a a podcast on how unforgiveness impacts our health. It is detrimental because if we're holding someone in bondage by not forgiving them for something that was um, wronged against you, wronged against us, David said, when I kept silence all the day long, he said that his bones roared within his body meaning that he had a racking pain that was in his body because he did not address the issues that were going on on the inside. We know that the life of David, there were some issues that he never addressed with his children. There were some issues that he never addressed in his personal life. And David said that when he did that, his body was racked with pain. Maybe some of the pain that you're experiencing in your life is not necessarily coming from an external force. Maybe there is some unforgiveness in your heart, in your life, that you have not let go of. So if you are listening to this under the sound of my voice, I want to encourage you that there is power in forgiveness. There is power that has the ability to heal the hurt, to heal the pain. And sometimes healing is a process. Healing is a journey. And so let others experience the grace that our Heavenly Father has extended not only to you, but to us. And His healing power will flow. And you'll be able to walk in the fruit of the Spirit as you operate in your life according to the scriptures. You'll be able to walk in that love, that joy, that peace, that goodness, that faithfulness, that temperance, those things which there is no law against according to Galatians 5, 23. I want to encourage you, if there is some unforgiveness in your heart, to go to my website, rockyourworldnaturally.com and put in the search bar, unforgiveness and you're going to find that show that comes up that specifically deals with unforgiveness because there's so many that I see on a daily basis that they may come with a health issue but when we get to the root cause of it it gets back to that hurt that pain that trauma that took place in childhood in teenage years and even in adulthood and so we go on a journey of dealing with those specific hurts, with those specific pains, so that you can ultimately walk in the love, the joy, the peace that God has for you, and so that you can be healed emotionally as well as physically. And so committing to walk in love. So again, 
the five spiritual points that we must have in order to overcome stress, anxiety, and depression. One, recognizing that we're in a fight against the spirit of fear. Two, giving the word of God first place in our lives. Three, we must commit to live a prayer life. Four, deciding that we are going to live a life by faith. And fifthly, committing to walk in love. And so I've given you some spiritual tools. And now I want to talk about some natural, practical things that you can do on a daily basis to overcome stress, anxiety, or depression. And so I have something that I like to call the seven divine keys. And these are seven keys that God specifically gave to me to help overcome stress, depression, anxiety, so that we can live a healthier lifestyle. And so today I'm going to go over six of those seven keys. The seventh one has to do with taking care of our environment, but taking a look at the seven keys. And one is that we have to commit to get out in outside spaces, in the fresh air. And for those of you that know me, I love outdoors, whether I'm at the beach with my husband and our children. Um, it's one of the, the most wonderful things that we love to do together, whether I'm at a park or taking a daily walk, because deepening our breathing exercises out in the open air helps to reduce stress. If you notice, if you go outside and you take a deep breath and you inhale, and you exhale, how your whole physiology begins to respond to that fresh air that you're taking in because it has so many different health benefits. It helps to improve the brain's ability to function. It helps to give you clarity of mind. It improves your concentration and gives you a sense of well-being by altering the brain's level of serotonin and promotes quality sleep. Oxygen to the lungs is like prayer to the soul. I love that. Oxygen to the lungs is like prayer to the soul, like you can't do without it. So being outside in those wide open spaces is critical to your health because there have been so many studies that show that when we are continually indoors, and I know that it's a little bit different even in these times of COVID-19, that um, we may not be getting out as much as we have in the past, but we can open up the windows in our home. We can let that, flood, that fresh air flood the atmosphere to give it a clearing because there have been so many studies that show and prove that when we are not supplying the body with adequate amounts of fresh air, it can result in oxygen deficiency, which are linked to many problems like we're talking about today. Depression, chronic fatigue, dullness of mind, drowsiness. It can even lead to seizures, elevated blood pressure, and even restlessness. And so we need to make a point, even if it's, you know, 15, 10 minutes a day to get outside in the fresh air, to oxygenate the body, to give our blood cells what they need to remain in a healthy state. I want to encourage you to do that. 
The next thing is exercise. Yes, we have to get up and move. We have to keep movement in our body at the top of our list because one of the most important aspects of exercising is that we have to be able to adopt a variety of activities that are unique to you. Um, there's not this one-size-fits-all exercise regimen or program. So exercising outdoors, it boosts your health even more. Um, when you practice exercise on a regular basis, it improves your chances of living a longer, healthier life. It helps to prevent bone loss or osteoporosis. It reduces the risk of heart disease and diabetes, lowers blood pressure, relieves symptoms associated with depression, depression, stress, and anxiety. It helps to improve your sleep. It prevents weight gain. You know, there's so many things that there that are beneficial to having exercise in our life. We have to get our bodies moving because did you know that even though we live in a society where health is promoted, that only about 30% of individuals exercise on a regular basis. And so even now with us being um, indoors with COVID-19, there's still different ways to exercise. And I'll just share this with you guys is that um, I don't necessarily go to the gym or the fitness center. And that's always kind of been my practice for the last couple of years because I love working out outside. I love doing my fitness regimen outside um, only because I'm getting in the fresh air. I'm doing something good for my blood cells and I'm also getting to enjoy the outdoors. But when we're staying inactive physically each year, it costs the United States of America $76.6 billion because of the health health issues, the health challenges that individuals are facing. So if you um, want to start a health regimen, I encourage you, walking outside is free. We can still go outside. Parks are free. You can still practice the social distancing. You can get out there in the outdoor wide spaces at least three times a week um, for 20 minutes to start a regimen. And if you need a little motivation to get started, you know, you can find a fitness trainer. You can have a, a partner that you work out with. And the beauty of technology is today, you can go to YouTube and find a, a fitness regimen, a fit, fitness exercise, and you can work along with that person. Find a partner, find a friend, someone from your church to help you to reach your health goals, knowing that the beginning of your journey begins with one step. So take that first step, um, make the decision to um, not live a sedentary life. Let that be a thing of the past. Not only will God be pleased with your efforts, but your body will thank you for it too. Um, the next thing is getting that sunshine that has a lot to do with being out in wide open spaces. Sunshine is so critical to um, improving and maintaining healthy vitamin D levels because they call, you know, sunshine the natural vitamin. Um, so when you're getting outside in the sunshine, it helps to soothe your nervous system. It helps in treating depression and stress. It gives us a sense of well-being by increasing our endorphin 
production in the brain. The Bible tells us in Malachi 4.2 that the son of righteousness comes with healing in his wings. So yes, the sun has so many healing benefits. We want to ensure that we're getting out and spending that adequate time in the sunshine as much as we can. Next is that we have to get proper rest. I cannot emphasize this enough that um, scientific tests have proven that uh, two hours of quality sleep before the midnight hour is worth more than four hours after midnight because it's during those hours between 9 p.m. and midnight that our bodies produce repair hormones produce repair hormones there's so many things that happen to the physical body and I believe on my the last show that I talked about last week I talked about the Sabbath rest getting that rest that we need Um, we're repairing hormones we're regulating our body we're giving that body the rest that it needs to repair from the wear and tear that we've experienced throughout the day Next is we want to be able to drink water. Yes, I know that water, <laughs> that's one of the things that many of my clients say, hey, you know, Rikisia, water is plain. I don't like the taste. However, water is not just a substance. It is a nutrient. It is a nutrient that God created. It was the first liquid substance that he created on the planet Earth. So if he created it and it was the first liquid substance, it has many, many different um, useful um, benefits to our life. And did you know that the lack of water causes mental confusion and that it stops our ability to make rational decisions and our ability to respond to stressors? Yes, it does. The body is made up of 70% water and so many of the functions within our body rely on water. And so water is spiritual and it is also natural. The Bible says in John 4.10, when he was talking to the woman at the well, he said, if you knew the gift of God and who it is that says these things to you, give me to drink, thou wouldest have asked of him and he would have given you living water. So water is spiritual as well as the physical benefits of water in nourishing and keeping our bodies healthy and balanced. The next thing is that we have to have a well-balanced diet. Yes, nutrition is key to maintaining stress. There are many programs that I um, share with my clients that have to do with mood and food, that you can heal depression naturally. You can reverse anxiety and depression that is also coupled with having a well-balanced meal that is a whole food-based diet, a healthy diet that is simple, fresh, that includes natural foods, help to increase mental and physical energy and can be helpful in balancing the chemistry of the brain. Now, the, the center of reason and the decision-making process are in the brain's frontal lobe. And so when the brain has the necessary nutrients, it functions as God intended. We want to be able to operate, think, and move and have the ability to flow in the mind of Christ that he has called us to. We cannot do that at optimal levels if we're filling our bodies with processed and foods that are not needful for our body. 
And so giving our our body the nutrition, it is the fuel, it is the energy, it is the life that we need to move successfully. And so doing um, these different uh, keys or implementing these different keys in our life, getting out in open air, practicing daily exercise, getting that sunshine, proper rest, having a good water intake, ensuring that we are having the nutrition that we need to feed our bodies properly. And so my prayer is that you have gained something from this today, knowing that you don't have to live in the space of um, anxiety, stress, and depression, that you overcome them because this is your birthright. If you feel that you need additional support in overcoming stress, anxiety, or depression, please connect with me on rockyourworldnaturally.com or you can send me an email at rockyourworldnaturally at gmail.com to answer your questions, to live a life that is overflowing with energy, abundance, so that you don't have to live in that space of fear, that you can live a faith-filled life knowing that this is God's plan for you. Know that my prayer for you will always be 3 John 2. My beloved, I wish above all things that you prosper and live in good health, even as your soul prospers. God bless you. Have a wonderful week. For health tips, total health education, and inspiration, visit rockyourworldnaturally.com, on Facebook and YouTube, Rock Your World Naturally, and on Twitter, Rock Your World 28.